Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me on SAC, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Tim. So, guys, we're actually recording from Tim's house this week, and since Tim's nice enough to let me in his house, he also let me in his sack. And, uh. How would you uh, rate my sack? Sack's nice and comfy, Tim. It's a little bit bigger than I expected, but. You really shouldn't be that surprised. You got a big sack, Tim. So, Tim, to go along with your big sack, how was your big week? Um, Hold on. What you do on Tuesday, Tim? I'm gonna get specific up in this bitch. Tuesday, is it today? Yeah, cause today's your day off. <laughs> so, how is your Tuesday, Tim? Actually, it was pretty good. Oh goddamn! Okay, I, what'd um, you do this week? I had a massage scheduled for like three weeks. Today was the day I finally got to have it. <laughs> That's funny. I wanted it last week, but she wasn't available. Uh, um, so that was nice. Nice. But she says I'm so messed up. I had a 90-minute massage, right? Yeah. Which should, you know. Yeah, it should be good. She's like, next time we have to schedule um, one massage for your legs and one massage for your back and Holy your shoulders. Holy shit. It's like, but I was like, but I don't want to choose. Like, She's like, yeah, but I have so much more work I could do. Oh, um, man. I have this thing in my um, elbow from holding things out. Yeah, from being a but, server. Right. She, she helped that bit a lot. And overall, I feel like super relaxed. I actually took a nap on Did my you? sack earlier because I was so relaxed. My cotton. Nice. So my day off was nice. Good. Um, I also... First uh, time in a month. Right. Today I checked out a second gym. Um, so I've checked out two new gyms to replace them by the gym I lost. And I've... They're very different. Like, they present a very good choice for me. One is a really small gym. It has all the essentials. Like yeah. I can totally get a good workout there. What's the price? Uh, it's the cheaper of the two. Okay. And it's close. It's real close. It's like five minutes away. Um, which means I could theoretically actually get a 6 a.m. workout in. Nice. The other one is across town, virtually the same place as my previous gym. Okay. Which is closer to one of my jobs. And it's a huge program. They have all sorts of really cool equipment. They have really good coaches. I had some one-on-one coaching today like that corrected some bad stuff I've been doing for years. Okay. That I never got addressed in my old gym. So it would push me and make me grow. It's also significantly more expensive a month. About the same as your last gym? No. More? Yes. Oh, fuck. So, I've got some tough choices coming up as far as where, which way I want to go. Um, but I, I don't know. kind of leading to the, the nice gym. It's the Jesus nicest one. Christ. It's the nicest CrossFit gym in the area. Like, if people, if you, you say, like, what's the best CrossFit gym in the area, like, most people would say this one. That's insane, bud. I know how much you were spending on your last one, so... Um, yeah, the uh, one that's close would be comparable slightly more. I got a really good package deal with the one I was at. I'm not going to find that. Hmm. Unless it's a brand new startup somewhere. Wow. And then I can run into the same problem where they... If they don't, See ya! Well, if they're not successful or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've got gym choices to make. Um, Friday, I took my daughter to... Um, there's this town near us called Camus. And every first... Camas. Every first Friday, they have, like, a themed event with all the merchants, like, play along. That's cool. Um, this week's was, like, Harry Potter. And also, um, they had a fairy door. Like, you had to find fairy doors. Okay. So, someone made these little tiny doors that had, like, themes on them. Mm-hmm. You had to find them, and, uh, if you found them, you got raffle tickets. We didn't win anything this time. No. But, um... 
I also discovered a lot of the businesses, like the galleries, were giving away free alcohol. What? Yeah, there's like trays of wine. You just walk up and help yourself. So how many wines did you get, Tim? Three. You should have got more. Well, I was walking down this one place, and there was like this sign that said, Insurance, grand opening today. And so I followed the sign upstairs, and they were having this little tiny office party. And they had a big bucket of Coronas. Oh, shit. So I just grabbed one, and they started like... It was a really small party. got like, like, yeah. like ten people. It was like, so, uh, hi, who are you? <laughs> like, I saw the sign for free beer. So anyway, Zach, um, to earn my free beer, if you ever need an insurance agent, okay. you can talk to Hung. <laughs> Hung Tran. <laughs> he introduced himself as Hung, and I just kind of like tilted my head sideways, and yeah. So, um, yeah, for all your insurance needs. True Zach, insurance. Yes. Hey, he gave me free beer. Be nice. So, guys, if you ever need insurance of any kind, call Mr. Hung Tran at 360-723-55. You can figure out the rest. Okay. Um, then the last thing, since I see you have a lot going on in your week, um, I saw Blade Runner 2049. And Say that again? Blade Runner 2049, as in the year. Okay, we're in 2017. So the original Blade Runner actually happens in 2018. Oh, Jesus. Because it was made in, like, 1980-something. Um, and the film still holds up pretty well. I just watched it right before I went and saw it, but it's in a... So this is, like, the sequel to it? Yes. And okay. when I when I heard there was a sequel announced to it, I was not very thrilled. No shit. You're like, hey, uh, it's been, like, 30 years, so... Well, and it's, like, starring Ryan Gosling instead of Harrison Ford, although Harrison Ford is in it. Is he? Yes. Is there a cameo? Yeah, it's not a spoiler. They, sh they showed him all over in the... The pre okay. the commercials like, if, from watching the commercials, you'd think he's in it more than he actually is. Huh? He's in it a fair amount uh, toward the end, but um, no, it was really good. Um, it never seen Blade Runner. It followed some of the themes. Of, I know you don't watch movies, so it followed some of the themes of Blade Runner, but yet brought up some new ones. And okay. I really liked it. So they run on blades. Is this what? The no, thing Blade is? Runner is um, a cool name. You would like the, what they do. So in the in this they version, murder people in this version of the future that happens next year they do actually murder people nice but they're not people exactly nice. so they're not androids they're replicants they're basically you've seen like Westworld right no fuck okay they're people that are um, manufactured so they're test tube babies basically they're biological but they're bred to be stronger than us to okay. be basically slave labor off world where like the conditions are harsher I would agree to this so like in the first Blade Runner for example this one character plunges her hand into a pot of boiling water and pulls out an egg and she's fine or uh, another one puts his hand in some like liquid nitrogen and he's fine we're not supposed to be able to do that? no no, no. so they're a lot stronger um, but um they only live four years. They're born or whatever, fully adult, huh. um, with fake memories. And uh, the problem is, is they they think they're real. No, they revolt when they. I mean, they're still intelligent. Oh shit! I mean, so they find out that they're, they're basically not real. and that they, they only have a four-year lifespan. So they start revolting. Oh, shit. So that's when the Blade Runners are born. Um, the one, the ones that escape get hunted down by Blade Runners and uh, not executed. It's called retired. Okay. Yeah, so Harrison. I can retire some bitches. Harrison Ford is a Blade Runner in the first one. In the second one, Ryan Gosling is the Blade Runner. Okay. And this is given away. And in the he has to kill Harrison Ford. No, Harrison Ford's human. Um, oddly enough, that was in question in the first movie. Huh? You weren't sure he was. Um, so I guess. God. So this sequel, I guess, answers that question. Apparently, because it's been a lot longer than four years. Right. Um. Unless he's the one. So it was good. It was really good. I don't want to give away spoilers. It was for anybody who wants to see it. I just recommend it really highly. So that's golf story. No. Oh. And I still don't know what you're talking about with the divorce thing, by the way. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I did this week. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna let you take over because you did a lot. Apparently. Yeah, I did a lot of this week. So um, before we get into like. So my kid's still sick. Fucking little asshole. Still sick. <laughs> Show some sympathy, motherfucker. <laughs> so he, like... So apparently we took him to the doctor's on Monday. Mm -hmm. Or my wife did. And uh, so the doctor thinks that he got a cold. Okay. And he was getting better. 
and they got another cold. And he's getting better. Has it moved on to being a sinus infection? Yep. So now he's like on meds. Antibiotics? Yep. So it's really young to have antibiotics. No, it's a amoxicillin. Sort of like that is. I know, but that'll mess up your gut a little bit. Yeah. So, but he's also on like a poop pill, so it makes him poop. So. I know. It's because like he, yeah. It's, constipated. It's not great to be on antibiotic that young. No. But you got to do what you got to do. Yep. So, um, couldn't do it anymore because like every time he lay down, his like he was like start coughing up a shitload of phlegm, and he could just couldn't do it anymore. So is that why he's uh, upset at night because he's lying yep. down? And exactly. Did you put him on an incline, or what did you do? He doesn't like incline unless he's laying on us. So there's just a lot of no sleep going on. Awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a not good solution. Yeah, maybe I should call Hung Tran for that. Maybe you can help me out with it. I don't think that's a specialty. Oh, okay. Um, then we... did. I edited the podcast on Friday night and did a written review of Moonlighter. Cool. And I started my other ones. So I have them started, not finished. I'm going to get that done on Friday. Um... I started you leave Friday? At least Saturday morning. Okay. So. Um, and then I also started my hunting prep, because hunting season starts Saturday. Woohoo! So. Are you basically through all the meat that you got last year? I think I have, like, maybe five or six pounds left. Out of how many pounds originally? I don't know, like, 50 or 60. Okay. So, like, 10%. Yeah. So. Um, it'll be gone here pretty soon. Cool. And um, then we also did the pumpkin patch mm -hmm. on Sunday. So my Which one did you go to? Uh, Busy Farms. Cool. So my son pretty much slept throughout like the first like three quarters of it, and so we did the maze. Did you go on the hayride. Yeah. You slept through that. He woke up right right when we got onto the hayride to the pumpkin patch. That's good. I so think. yeah, it was fine. He was hungry, so mm -hmm. Sarah fed him out of the pumpkin patch, and then we continued on getting a little pumpkin and got a pumpkin for me. And then got some coffee, hung out. It's actually a really cool farm. Is this the first time you've been there? No, we went last year, but it was a bitch and it was miserable. Is it the weather? Or? Yeah, it was like completely raining for the week, and I almost lost my shoe in the maze like five times. <laughs> and I lost a little fucking map of the maze they give you, so then we went in blind. Nice. It sucked. Um, my daughter actually navigates that map, the maze of the map, really well. Does she? Yeah. So we like were doing okay for the first little bit, and then decided. To stop like looking at it for a second, and we lost where we were in the maze. So yeah, that part sucked. We figured it out though. Sarah got got us through it because I was trying to keep make sure he was still asleep. He was sleeping on me. Um, and then I've been looking at doing some home tech. So what like, kind of tech? so like making my whole home, my whole house kind of like yours. Like a smart house. Yeah, like a smart house. And Best Buy offers this thing called Vivint, which offers everything. Okay. So Lights. Cameras. Yeah. Is it all through this Vivint brand? Yep. I'm just a little bit concerned because I haven't really heard of this brand. Well, I guess. So let me explain where I'm at on this. Okay. I already have a doorbell. And my doorbell. It doesn't face the right way. It doesn't. It but was better at your older house. It did. But the doorbell put four holes into the front of my brand new fucking house to mount it. Okay. So I'm not taking that son of a bitch off. Fair. So, that's going to stay. Vivint doesn't work with Ring, but Vivint's also $50 a month for everything. And what, it was close what, to $2,000 for everything. What is everything? Two cameras, front, back, doorbell, uh, thermostat, garage door opener, and like window, uh, CO2 detector, smoke detector. They also do, oh, and a front uh, door keypad, the deadbolt, unlock, unlock. Um, and they do 911 um, fire and medical. Um, so, are there reviews available? I don't know, but here's how I'm at on this. It sounds okay, okay, but you also have to install a Vivint huge like panel that stores all of your video. So, what I'm thinking, and their whole ploy is it's one app that rules them all. I don't mind having three apps. So, I've been doing a lot of research. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go with the Echo B4 for my thermostat because you can do sensors. And actually, I don't think the Nest would work in your house either. Why? Because the Nest has 10 sensors only located where you put the thermostat. How many thermostats do you have in your house? 
it's just one as far as I know. Exactly. The problem with that is you only have one system and only one array. Unless your fans or those are automatic where they can shut and open by themselves. No. No. <laughs> no. So you can only have one, wherever your base is, it takes in all the air temperature from that one area and averages it out. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it cools off of. That's what our house is currently doing. And we have cold spots and hot spots. Mm-hmm. The Echo Bee gives you sensors, and you can buy as many sensors as you'd like, I believe up to 10 or something, like 12, but and put it... them in separate rooms. Sure. And then it averages all those rooms and changes the thermostat. But you can't really direct air to just one of those rooms, right? No. But it, say if one room's 55 and another room's 63... It's going to try and... Okay. Um, so are you saying you're leaning not toward using the Best Buy solution, but making I'm your own? I'm not. Yep, okay, make my good. own. That wasn't sounding good to me. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to use the Echo B for my thermostat. Mm-hmm. They make a, uh application that you can install to your garage door opener. Okay. That you can install and then have sensors that tells you if it's up or down that has its own independent app that alerts you. Um, if your garage door is open and your phone is further away from it. Okay. I'm not really sure exactly how that works if you have it installed on two phones. I do a little bit more research on that, but the garage door is a huge thing for me because I always turn around in the morning thinking I left my garage door open. Something you're always worried about. Yep. So knowing whether it's open or closed would be great. That's about $100 just for that. Um, the Echo B is about a $300 investment. I already have the ring. Um, and I think I'm going to get the two ring stick-up cams with the solar panels. Okay. And so that brings me up to $10 a month for ring coverage. And that would give me front, back, and doorbell. And then for a keypad, there's a uh, Echo Bee or something like that company that they partnered with to do a doorbell one. So you could have the lock if you'd want. Okay. And then you would have everything with... The only monthly charge being ring. That'd be good. So, yeah, fifty dollars a month is quite a lot. It is, and yeah, the cameras were cool and everything, and I had they did pro install, but replacing the ring is not ideal because I don't want to have to patch holes in the front of my house already. Like, yeah. So, you you're gonna have to get over like your house being like pristine. Yeah, well, I will Just eventually. Not today. Yep. And they do make, I saw on Ring's website, they make like a panel that you can like mount to the front and then it comes out and turns a little bit and then you can mount your ring that way. So I thought about buying that. It's about 20 bucks. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. A really good idea. The only problem is it look, might look kind of funky. Yeah. Well, so, I'm not sure. you, you got to decide if you want form over function. Or funky over function. Funky function. Funky function. Anyways, that's what I've been up to this week. Well, I played some games. I'm guessing you probably didn't. I played a game. Okay. I played some more Ha. Sweet. Still good. Um, St- oh, still good, huh? Still good. I, I would really like to play more of it, but I did play... I played a, quite a bit of Golf Story. Um, that game is really good in small chunks. Hmm. I took it to work with me. Um, played about an hour at work. Played some more here and there before bed. It's a really calming, relaxing game. Did you become an adult yet? Nope. Well, that's your fucking problem, then. Now I don't want to, thanks to what you told me. You're apparently still in the tutorial mode. How the fuck are you still in the tutorial mode? Tutorial mode. There's, I'm doing quests and stuff. Hmm. It's not a tutorial mode. I've left the first town. Um. There's like. Four. And you're still a kid. Yeah. I've listened to like three podcasts and I've talked about it, and they say that the kid part is a tutorial. How the fuck are you still a kid? I'm still a kid. Weird. Okay. I mean, there's, there's like. One other town next to the first town, you can, you can, that's the only one you can go to. There's like three others that are blocked off. Okay. So Maybe the tutorial's half the game, I guess? I don't fucking know. I'm enjoying it. Cool. I don't I'm thinking I'm going to buy it, actually, because of everybody else or anything raving about it. So If you like Stardew Valley, I think you will enjoy this. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it. It's like, what, 20 bucks? Something like that. It's either 15 or 20, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I do recommend it. Uh, the other game I just started playing this afternoon with my daughter, a little tiny bit, and I think I'm going to make you play with me on the break, is Wolverblade. Wolverine Blade? Kinda. Okay. Yeah. It's the most violent game I've played on the Switch so far. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, 
you'll like this. You can pick up your enemy's severed head and throw it at another enemy. Oh, that's fucking cool. It's set Is it in, 8-bit? And no. It's got kind of a cartoon art style, I'd say. Okay. And it's a side-scrolling brawler. Um, think like Double Dragon, Golden Axe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Um, it's set in ancient Britain. Like the Celtic people are just uh, fighting off the Romans. Okay. So you're the barbarians. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty barbaric, Tim. Uh, there's a special attack you can do where you call the wolves and they come down and eat everybody on the screen. Oh, that's cool. And did I mention the severed head? You can also pick up arms. So <laughs> I think you'll enjoy uh, the 10 or 15 minutes we're going to play of it in just a second. So what game did you allegedly play? Played Clean the Office. That's a shitty game. It's a pretty shitty game. So I put the other PC back together so all those parts aren't strewn across the office. So your original PC, your old, yeah. your old PC. Yep. Okay. And then still need to get my new PC all tidied up and put back together. I'm going to um, have you uh, help me with the, my SSD and the fans at some point, too. Yes. So, yeah. Cool. I played Clean the Office 2K18. Not very fun. Don't buy the DLC. No. Well, we'll do some tech talk. Tech talk, tech talk. So I picked up the Samsung Level U Pro, and that is, okay. well, you have something similar, I don't remember what brand it is, it's a, one of those Bluetooth, um, oh, mine's a Logitech, or no, mine's a, uh, LG, L LG, um, so mine sticks up with my phone really well, because it's a Samsung, there's an app for it and everything, that's cool, um, so you can actually change different listening modes, there's like one that's sort of like reverb, like in a music hall, huh, there's, um, Something they call UHQ, which is like supposed to be ultra high quality, like sharpens everything. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, when a, you click the two magnets together from the earbuds, when you take them out, put yeah. them together, it stops whatever you're listening to. That's cool. Or if you unclick and put in your ears, it will answer a phone call coming in. Huh. Uh, a lot of little neat features like that. It seems to have. Decent battery life, probably not the kind of battery life you need. Yeah, mine lasts over 10 hours. Yeah, I'm guessing mine's more like 5 or 6 from what I've used so far. Um, trying to remember what else is on the app. There was mine's over 10 hours continuous playback of music. Mm -hmm. So there's a huge difference between talk playback and music playback, I've learned. So yeah, it's neat. Sweet. How was, much was it? Um, I got a refurbished unit for 20, 25 bucks, I think. Damn, sweet. So I think it's originally. More like 50 or 60. Still pretty competitively priced at 40 or 50, I would say. Yeah. For what it offers. Um, but I like it. Sweet. It, it, uh, I was listening to podcasts at work before I was playing Golf Story at work. That's cool. So Monday I was goofing off a lot. That's cause cool. Because Monday's slower. Sweet. Yeah. So, you ready for uh, tasty a break treat. and then some tasty treats? Sweet. Sounds good. We'll be right back, guys. Bye. are back. Tasty Tim, treat. get on your knees. Shut up. This is our tasty treat from Belching Beaver. It is the peanut butter milk stout. Boop, boop. It's pretty dark. It is. I think we've had Belching Beaver before, right? We have. But not the peanut butter. I don't think so. Although we will be having it again very shortly. More than likely.
I can smell it from here. Yeah, it's definitely got a strong peanut butter. That's like two weeks in a row we had a peanut butter beer. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. We had the PB&J last time. Yep. Mm. I like this one a I lot. I like this one better. The other one was a cool novelty, but um, this is good. I'm still trying to get this vagina beer. No, we don't need that. They asked if I knew an importer. They'd send it to us for free if I knew an importer so they could get it in. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, These people don't even know what the fuck vagina beer is. No, they don't. So you want to explain that? Because I don't really want It's to. called the Oni beer, and it's... I can't remember what country they're out of, but basically they found three models that wanted to get paid a shitload of money. They took... Uh, a swab of their vagina, extracted the yeast from it, Gross. multiplied it inside of a barrel, or inside of a keg, and or whatever, and brewed a whole batch of different model beer. So each bottle has a signature of a model on it, and you get their photo. It's a little creepy. It's a little fucking creepy. It's like the pervy beer. It's so I think it'd be like pervy. right up Q's alley, and he's the one who actually turned us on to the say, vagina he, beer. He's t turned us on to it. I don't know. Let us know about. I it. mean, I looked at the models. I mean, you could definitely get turned on. I guess. That's just. Have you looked at? No. I don't okay, care. hold on. I don't, I don't the care if they're beautiful. That's just weird. Beer. No. Yeah. We're not doing this right now. We're gonna talk about our actual tasty treats. Um, Only vagina. I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> uh, order of Yoni. Oni. Yoni. 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 Y O N I. Oh, see, there's the panties. Yes, we're 21 and up, apparently. Although we don't act it. Okay, if we go to. We go here, we go to models. It's so creepy. Yeah, she's beautiful. You get the taste of vagina, Tim, no. in the beer. So, so wrong. It doesn't... It it's just... so wrong on so many levels. And just the way that... Oh, see, look, there's like more scantily like these, clad photos. Like, like, glamour models probably have to deal with enough creepers as it is. And then these people are like, I've tasted you. Uh, that's just wrong. See, like... Wait, she's tasting herself? That's just, oh yeah, she's tasting just herself. Just I thought this couldn't get any creepier. <laughs> she's actually tasting Paulina, is what oh she's doing. Oh god, she's drinking a beer from made from another models? Yep. Ugh. That's so nasty. Thanks, Q. No. Thank Q, you, buddy. Just keep that with yourself next time. We're gonna, we're gonna let that set for a year and let the yeast multiply inside the bottle. <laughs> or not. I'm glad you don't know any importers. Actually, I was thinking... Can we kick it now? Northwest Liquid Gold might be able to help us out with this. That's, that's a conversation you can have by yourself. I'm not going with you. Alright, let's kick it. Alright, this week I have a game for you called... I think it's pronounced Noir. It's not Neo Noir. No, so, um... Yeah, I'm going to let the developer talk about it because he explains it pretty well. Which, by the way, that's where our break music came from. Yeah, so if you heard the break music, if you actually watch it on YouTube, you can see a preview of what we're about to talk about. So I'll let him take it away. Hi, I'm TJ Hughes, also known as Terrifying Jellyfish. I'm a game developer based in St. Louis, Missouri. As you can see, I'm trapped in the pink void right now, but that's fine, don't, don't worry about it. In a busy world, where eating seems like nothing more than a chore, we tend to forget how much of a luxury food is. Noor is here to remind us. Noor is an experimental food art game with no goals or objectives other than have fun and play with your food. The game takes you through scenes containing various delicious foods and junk foods. Ramen noodles, boba tea, popcorn, and many more to come. Within these scenes, you're invited to press buttons at will and discover the various unconventional ways the game allows you to interact with your food. Yeah, you know those really high-definition Facebook and Instagram videos of really delicious-looking food being made? Yeah, this is like that, but in game form. But Noor is more than just a physics toy. The game is fully compatible with the MIDI Fighter 3D by DJ Tech Tools. Don't have a MIDI Fighter 3D? Don't worry, you can also play the game with a keyboard. Or a keyboard or just about any other MIDI controller you might have lying around. Q, 
Kickstarter allows games such as this one to exist. It's my hope that this campaign will uh, allow me the freedom to make the best possible version of the game that I can. Pledge on Kickstarter today, and you can get the full game at the price of a bowl of ramen. Higher tiers include the original soundtrack, beta access so you can play the game before anyone else, and some aesthetic clothing from the official terrifying jellyfish shop, and the Noor Digital Cookbook. The Noor Cookbook will tell you exactly how I cooked up the various delicious virtual foods in the game, so you can try it at home. The book will go into full technical detail, so if you've ever wanted to dabble in 3D modeling, this could help you get started. A good portion of your contribution will be spent on the game's sound. I want to make sure that you can hear each individual noodle splash upon that savory umami-filled broth. Which is why I'm working with one of the most skillful sound designers I know to help bring this noodly soundscape to life. I also want to make sure that you can jam out while you're playing with your food, which is why my buddy James, aka Fluke Nukes, is going to flex on the game's entire soundtrack. The majority of your contribution will go towards living expenses, so that TJ can have a place to eat and sleep while prepping this game for launch. And a portion will be spent on new hardware, so that I can create the most delicious looking real-time noodle renderings possible on modern technology. Thanks for checking out my weird noodle game. If you want to help make this game into the most kinematically satisfying experience possible, uh, totally consider pledging. If you can't pledge, consider sharing it. Either way, I appreciate you. That happened like three times at this point, so. Oh, it's fine. Bye. Just let it consume you. As you just heard, um, this is a game where you play with your food. That's pretty much it. Um, it uses, sounds fun. Yeah, you just kind of bang on some controllers or a keyboard if you don't have one. Yeah. Or just special mini controllers. And you just kind of chill and play with some food. So it looks fun. Um, they, he is asking for. Uh, Twenty-five thousand dollars, pretty modest, but it's yeah, it's mostly pretty... mostly three D modeling, and then uh, he's got some good sound designers and uh, music attached to the project. So it's got seven days to go as we're recording. So when you hear this podcast or watch it on YouTube, you only got a day or two to back it if you want to. It's got seven hundred two backers as I'm recording um, with seventeen thousand dollars. So it's about what two thirds funded. Something so like that, this yeah. is one that could definitely use some help if you think it's a worthy pro. Again, I think this is a perfect project for Kickstarter. Like it's a, it's a weird, you know, it's barely a game. It's just like you know playing around with food, but it's cool. So if people want something like this to exist, this is a, a you know, a way that it can happen through Kickstarter. So the, the backing levels uh, start at twelve dollars, which is a digital copy of the game upon release, and your name in the credits. You get a Steam and a Itchio code, I believe. Um, $21 gets the game upon release and the soundtrack and the soundtrack sounds pretty cool you heard the break music it's uh, that might be worth the extra $9 mm -hmm. um, $30 gets you the We Cooking level which is the game and a, a digital cookbook where he kind of explains his process into uh, building this game so that might be good for some of y'all and then there's an alpha level where you get um, early access and um, there's some prints, there's a t-shirt, I'm going to skip up to the top level. Alright, for $2,000 you get the Platinum Bento Box. You design an entire level in Noir. You work with you personally, not only to design a level, also to determine how the player interacts with the level. Special credits, end of the game, um, shirt, prints, cookbook, all the other stuff it looks like. Um, so it looks like we missed the early backing level of 10 bucks. So, mm -hmm. oh well. Alright, so check it out. That's uh, called uh, Noir. That's N-O-U-R. And if you'd like to play with the food in a video game, that's what you need to do. Sweet. What you got for us? Uh, Tim, I love cults. I know you do. I, I really think that we should create a cult. I think someone might have beaten you to the punch there. I'm thinking we're going to create a cult. Okay. But it, speaking of people who have already created cults, The Church of the Subgenius. This is a documentary on The Church of Subgeniuses. Yeah, this has been around for a while. 
Never heard of it. So we're gonna let, go ahead and let them talk about this documentary really quick. Okay. Have you ever wondered about your neighbors? Maybe wondered about the weird thumps and bumps or chants emanating from their apartment? Well, they may be followers of Bob. That's the fastest growing cult here in the Southwest. I grew up as a, a little white boy in America in the 1950s in a middle-class home. I was in the perfect position of being desperate enough to do low-budget promotion for a weird cult. If you have never heard of the Church of the Subgenius, do not look to us for enlightenment. It all began with the book of the Subgenius and the church's deity, Bob Dobbs. It was part pop culture, part science, part religion. We tied together every occult, superstitious, fringe belief you could think of. It was so much fun. Wouldn't you like revenge on these mediocritans, these pink boys, these box-dwelling Barbies and Kens, these normals who have made normality the norm? You either got the joke or you didn't. And you got the joke instantly. My name is J.R. Bob Dobbs, and I'm working exclusively with a team of filmmakers on a documentary about the Church of the Subgenius. It's time for my story to be told. This film team wants to expose it, and all the Subgenius are ready to talk. I just loved the brotherhood of guys talking about this made-up religion. It was a great release, you know, to have all this nutty stuff in your head and then find like-minded people to you know, express it with. We were aware that we were sort of influencing other people. What they got was, you know, people were joining the church. We were getting better known outside of Dallas. Mark Mothersbaugh came by. David Byrne, he had become a subgenius minister. It's called the Church of the Subgenius. The church was always meant to never be mass marketable. Because Is the world gonna end? That's what I'm asking you. The audience kind of took over. I feel like I'm part of something now. Yeah, I feel like I'm finally being represented by something. That moment of realizing this thing goes farther than I ever imagined. All of a sudden, it got very real. Bob Dobbs, the icon of the Church of Subgenius. You have seen this guy's face stickered or stenciled somewhere, haven't you? This subgenius filmmaking team can only make this documentary if you send piles of cash and share this exceptional project on your social media outlets, flying saucer radars, and obviously, smoke signals. This is not a drill. We need you. With only 30 days in the campaign to raise the dough, it's all or nothing. Support us now. You've got a back to get slapped. Well, guys, do you guys want to be? Do you guys want to join the cult? Okay. Send piles of cash. Send, send piles of cash. We can uh, we can join a cult, Tim. I mean, Tim, we get to start a cult. Sounds like a lot of work. Does not. It does. Sounds like a lot of work. You have rules. No. You got meetings. It's okay. You got to have like some kind of mythos or um, what do you want to call it? Like story of. I'll make that up. Don't worry about it. Okay. Again, sounds like a lot of work. Next week, I'll read you the, the rules okay. and the mythos. I'm expecting uh, an okay. outline of your cult next week. Okay, I will. No worries. Um, might have to bleep some of it out. but um, Anyways, guys. So as you guys just... Cult of the Giant Yellow Sack. We can do that. Okay. We can do that. All right, see, here we go. Seven dollars gets you the praise Bob. Praise Bob. Smokes from his frop. He'll think about you. Deep thoughts. Hell, what? Hellil also make sure you shout out a praise on social media, but he might slack every dollar counts. Send it. Digital postcard. $11. Ticket salvation. Um, salvation. Digital ticket to salvation. Yeah, yeah, move on. Trying to find where the fuck you actually get a how copy. Much are, how much are they asking for total? Okay, guys, fine. They're asking for $199,999. Nice. That's a whole bucket load of cash. They have 177 backers of 28 days ago. They're currently at 29,101. So, what was that, an eighth of the way? Yeah, something like that with two days in. Yeah, that's not bad. So, that's not bad. 
Um, it's a documentary, obviously, out of Austin, Texas. This is an all-or-nothing uh, Kickstarter, so either it gets funded or does not. Um, trying to figure out praise on social media, praise on social media, praise on social media. Sticker pack. Sticker pack. Where the fuck do you actually get the DVD? Digital bundle, uh, $29 maybe? Digital 8-ball. It would make sense that all the rewards are bullshit, because the whole thing is bullshit. <sighs> Shut up, Tim. Don't bullshit on our bullshit. Um, okay, guys. $10,000, repent and give. You're the ultimate slack master. You love money, and give it to us. Just because you want to, and because we love you and your money. Other items included, none. You don't even get a social media <laughs> shout-out for $10,000. Um, for $9,999, produce it. You will have, you actually get credit, and we will give it to you. You'll receive an associate producer credit on the film because of your generous concert contribution, which is more than if you just spend one extra dollar, you get nothing. Um, we love generosity, so we'll also give you the signed DVD and poster. Give lots and give often. You also get praise on social media, computer uh, role rewards, streaming copy of the film, exclusive sticker, and button pack. Which, by the way, if you give one more dollar, let me repeat this, you get nothing. So, All right, then. if somebody accidentally clicked the $10,000 and they meant to do the $9,999, that would suck, because you literally get nothing. That's funny. So, yeah, that's what I got for us this week on Kick It. Right on. Ready for some game news? and industry events. All right. All right, you're familiar with Telltale Games, right? Uh, yeah, I'm very familiar. So uh, they are on their se second uh, season of uh, Batman. Okay. And in episode two, um, The Enemy Within... Uh-huh. Well, someone noticed something. Okay. What they notice, Batman like jacking off in the corner? Like, no, it, it, it appears to it appears to feature a real life image of an assassinated Russian ambassador. Wait, what? Wait, huh? Let me get to it. Do, do you got Andrei Karlo Andrei Karlov, who's a real person apparently. Real person, the Russian ambassador to Turkey was shot dead at point blank in range last December while giving a speech at the opening of an art gallery. Remember that story? Was that the dude who, like, shot the guy and, like, went in the corner and shot himself in the face or whatever? Yeah, he was, like, a security guard or an mm -hmm. officer. Police I remember officer that, yeah, yeah. Okay. So graphic images of the diplomat and his assailant were reported at the time, um, one of which now appears to feature in Telltale's Batman the Enemy Within. In-game, Karlov's license is portrayed by a security guard implied dead amid a Gotham brokerage break-in. Um, one of the... Reporters Tom from PC Gamer played the section in question, provided this screenshot. There's a security guard in front of a bank vault. Oh shit. And uh, here it is side by side with the uh, actual footage of the dead Russian. Oh shit. Dead Russian diplomat and the shooter. Oh shit. Yeah, there's no mistaking that. Um, they reached out to uh, Telltale for comment, and a little later they received this from. Uh, Telltale issued the following statement to Gama Sutra. They said the image will be... The Karma Sutra? Gama Sutra. Oh. It's a gaming... Don't worry about it. Okay. They indicated the image will be removed. An update to the game has been submitted this morning that we're moving the image across all platforms. So if you have the original... Oh, Jesus. Don't update! <laughs> don't update! We regret this incident occurred... We regret this incident occurred. Who the fuck said We're taking appropriate action internally to ensure that we continue to maintain oh, our Jesus. high standards in production call insurance. Oh my god. They did not comment how it got there in the first place. Somebody sat there and like literally like cut out the background so took they could drop them in. It took some time. I mean unless they were just lazy and like googled like Dead Russian dude. Dead guy dot PNG. Um, yeah, that's... Good job, Telltale! I mean, I kind of think it's kind of badass that they put it in there. I... And then now they're being bitches and they're taking it out. Okay. I, I think that's inappropriate. 
I mean, if I get assassinated Speaking somewhere, of if I get assassinated somewhere, tell Tolkien he's my dead body. Okay, I got that on video and audio. Speaking of things that are inappropriate. Yep, a lot of shit I say. So there's this game that was being developed in Canada by this developer. Oh, Canada. So the name of the uh, developer is Big O Tree. Oh, Jesus. So if you say that all together, what does it sound like? Bigotry. Bigotry? Yep. Alright, so this uh, racist video game is called Dirty Chinese Restaurant. Oh, Jesus. The players manage a Chinese restaurant, either making a prestigious oriental establishment or a real filthy dive. You get to choose whether you use premium ingredients or unsavory ingredients. So, like you get a half dog special if you bring your yeah. towel in. After a congressperson like, shed, like tweeted about this game... And put some pressure on them. They, um, Grace Meng, she's probably Chinese, I'm guessing, from her last name. I would assume, so this isn't racist, if she's... No, this game uses every negative and demeaning stereotype I've ever come across as a Chinese-American. So yes, she is. How we portray people matters, she wrote. Um, so on their Facebook page, this bigotry thing said there... Wait, bigotry is ran by this Chase Meng girl? No, Chase Meng is this congressperson oh, who okay. called out, okay, okay, called okay. out bigotry. I got you, okay. <laughs> I thought she was calling out herself. Wow. I was like, "Wow, that's dumb as fuck." And I just love the the um the whole uh, headline of the story from Motherboard. That extremely racist Canadian video game is canceled. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that got canceled. Good job, Canada. Um, in a Facebook post Thursday, Bigotry said it decided it was not in anyone's best interest to release the game and apologized to the Chinese community. Like their fucking name is Bigotry. Like they really care. Big O Tree Games. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Let's uh, not review any games from them. Or maybe we should. Who knows? I mean, I kind of want to play that game now. Of course you do. Um, moving on to some company game companies that aren't fucking things up for once. I kind of piled on Sony last week, so I'm going to give them props this week. Um, there's some good games coming out this month for PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah? What's that? Well, uh, kicking it off, we've got Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. It's a pretty big release. It's, I mean, it's Very a big couple release. years old now, but um, that's a great game. Um, also, Amnesia Collection. Uh, those are horror games that you'll probably never play. Yep, never play them. And I also but, have PlayStation but Plus. It's so. a collection. It, it comes with uh, Dark Descent and a Machine for Pigs. Um, so if you're into those horror games, it's a good. It's two games. Okay. It's, it's yeah. Also included is Monster Jam Battlegrounds for PlayStation Three, Hustle Kings for PlayStation Three, Q, which um, is Q's favorite, PS Vita. Oh, Mr. Q. He also, you can play it on PS4. Sky Force Anniversary. You come to my big old tree restaurant. I show you a good time. Good dick. <laughs> Sky Force Anniversary, you can play on all three systems. So, that. It mainly Amnesia and Metal Gear Solid Five is the is the win for this month. That's all I got for news. That means it's time for your... Um, Racist mispronunciations of all the Japanese games that are coming out this week. Oh, I got you covered. That's not even the right. Never mind. Go on, continue. Yo, fuck off, yo. You fuck off, <laughs> racist motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War, PS4, Xbox One. I like the first one. I don't know about this one. Um, isn't. No, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Never came to PC, right? I think it did. Okay. Oh, it did, because I have it on PC. It's good. So why the fuck is it not on PC on here? That's weird. I don't know. Um, 88 Heroes, 98 Heroes Edition. That's Switch. Yeah. Switching it up. 98 Heroes, 88 Hero Edition. Yeah. Fucking, okay. It's know. like, originally 88 Heroes, and I think they added 10 more in DLC. Oh, okay. So it's like the complete. Always Sometimes Monsters, PS4. I don't want to play that, because I've played Sometimes Always Monsters, the original game. Jesus. Cyber Dimension Neptuna for Goddesses Online, PS4. Sure, Q knows all about that game. Echo, 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 echo. PS4. Fort Defense, The Invisible Hours, PSVR. Okay. Radial G Racing Revolved, PSVR. Raid, World 2, PS4, Xbox One. Raiden 5, Director's Cut, PS4. Raw Data... VR, surprisingly, on PSVR. Revolve, PS4. Semi-Spheres Vita. Oh, that's a fucking Vita game, Jesus. 
Holy shit. Next game, Square Boy vs. Bullies Arena Edition, Vita, Stereo Aereo, PS4, Tiny Barbarian DX, <laughs> Switch, Tohu Kobuto, <laughs> uh, 5, apparently they made 4 of these shits, Burst Battle, PS4, Switch, Vita, um, Alteric, PS4, Vita, Miko Gaku, Montago Tari, Kepudu, Pufu, <laughs> my Pienso, episode, episode what? It was an episode. That's fucking stupid. PS4, Shiny, Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an Xbox One exclusive? <laughs> Probably. Son of Scorgasm. What the fuck? It is Scorgasm. Yep, Vita. Okay, I'm gonna Google that one. Yep, it's an orgasm. They just have to put No, it's a Scorgasm that's no. different. <laughs> exactly. Unbox Newbie's Adventure Switch. Yono the Celestial Elephants. Isn't that the beer company? Yeah, it's the Vagina Elephants. <laughs> PC Switch. There's your, there's your episode title. Uh, what the... Vagina Elephants. <laughs> Vagina Elephants. The Flame and the Flood. Switch. Neon Chrome. Switch. Wolverblade. Switch. ACA Neo Geo. The Kingdom Fighters 95. Switch. The Evil Within 2. PC, PS4, Xbox One. Friday the 13th. The Game, which you've already had for a long time. Yep. And we just played uh, Wolver... Uh, yeah, we played. just played it. Um, PS, yeah, it's fun. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Bad Apples War Vita, and White Noise 2, PS4. So what's this orgasm, scorgasm? It's like a shooter. It's just a, like, uh, like, think Geometry Wars. You have to play it. It's just a shooter. It's not nearly as dirty as you think. It totally looks like, uh, Geometry Wars. Name. Anyways, guys, so that's this week's episode. Don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. You can always find us over at thebuttonsmashers.com and plug and play gamer.com. Um, and until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck Nazis. Thank you.